The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. And so we begin again, and that's as it should be. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Today is Monday, May 8, 2023, Monday of the fifth week of Easter. In the Missal, it's liturgical year A, cycle one. Monday is a day to pray the joyful mysteries of the rosary. And our saint today is St. Victor Morris, a native of Mauritania. He was a Christian from his youth, but it wasn't until he was an elderly man that he was arrested for the faith. After severe tortures, including being basted with molten lead, he was decapitated under Maximian in Milan around the year 303. Later, a church was erected over his grave, and according to St. Gregory of Tours, many miracles occurred at the shrine. St. Victor Morris, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Dear Lord, I do not know what will happen to me today. I only know that nothing will happen that was not foreseen by you and directed to my greater good from all eternity. I adore your holy and unfathomable plans and submit to them with all my heart for love of you, the Pope, and the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Amen. And with Pope Francis, we pray the church movements and groups may rediscover their mission of evangelization each day, placing their own charisms at the service of needs in the world. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask you for pardon of my sins and grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. Well, in today's Gospel, we find ourselves situated in the Senegal, in that large upper room, ready and furnished, Uh, which was prepared by our Lord in advance by sending two of his disciples, prepared for the Last Supper. And today's Gospel places us within that intimate gathering, and that sublime gathering, really, of you, Jesus, with your Apostles. And this is all wonderfully recounted by St. John in his Gospel, with great detail. And we can see that during that last supper, the apostles asked questions that maybe were a bit more direct or that perhaps they hadn't dared to ask before. Maybe they have detected the special nature of this meal. Well, undoubtedly they have. And in this context, they ask certain questions of the Lord. And Judas, not Iscariot, said to Jesus, Lord, how is it that you will manifest yourself to us and not to the world? A really good question. A question, Jesus, that at times I feel like asking you as well. 
Why don't you just manifest yourself to the whole world? Why do you choose to reveal yourself to the world through, through me, through us, a small group of people, um, relatively speaking? Why do you work through your church? Why do you work through your people who are vulnerable and fallible and we're all sinners? Why don't you just show yourself for once and for all to the whole world? Why work through us? Perhaps the Apostle Jude, or Judas, not Iscariot, as we're told here, was conscious, like we all are, of his own limitations and of the grandeur of your message, Lord, and how we would desire that the gospel would be spread everywhere and rapidly and even immediately, infallibly. And that's his question. Lord, why do you manifest yourself to us and not to the world? And the reply of Jesus might seem initially to be uh, unrelated to the question. Jesus replied, If a man loves me, he will keep my word, and my Father will love him, and we will come to him and make our home with him. We might say, well, that doesn't answer the question, Lord, or it doesn't seem to answer the question. And yet it absolutely does answer the question. Our Lord chooses to reveal himself to the world by first of all becoming present in his people, in those who welcome him. If anyone loves me, he will keep my word, and my Father will love him, and we will come to him and make our home within him. This is what traditionally we call the indwelling of the Trinity in the soul of those who are united with our Lord. A wonderful reality to think that you and I at any moment of our day can stop, albeit even for a few seconds, and be with our Lord, enjoy his presence, welcome him. Jesus, how wonderful it is that you are so close to me. Like St. Augustine said, you're actually closer to me than I am to myself. An extraordinary reality of the indwelling of God. And this is how the Lord chooses to reveal himself to the world. We might say it'd be much simpler, Jesus, if you just did it yourself. But no, our Lord chooses to reveal himself through you and through me, even though we're far from perfect. Yes, we must do all we can to grow in holiness, to get closer to our Lord, be better channels of his grace. Um, let's not be put off by the fact that we're weak, that we're poor. Let's do what we can. I heard recently about a, an elderly couple who were at Mass one Sunday, and they saw a younger couple in front of them, uh, quite a young couple. And after Mass, they went up to the young couple, and the elderly husband said to the young husband, um, It's lovely to see you here at Mass. I, I was praying for you while you were here at Mass. Great to see a young couple. And just to say that in the 50 years of my marriage, you know, nothing has helped us more than taking part in Sunday Mass. We got our strength from the Mass. And the young fellow, the young the young husband there with his wife, was kind of surprised. Um, not only that the older man took the initiative to come up and, and greet him, but, but also he said, look, my wife has been trying to get me to Mass for the last few Sundays because I have a difficult timetable and I'm inclined not to go. And 
But what you have said to me is exactly what I needed to hear. Because, you know, you, you've been married for so many years, you have the experience, you know what it's like. That's really helpful. And uh, the young man was encouraged, therefore, to, to commit himself to Sunday Mass. You might say, well, that in a very simple, ordinary way is Jesus the Lord revealing himself through one of his own. If anyone loves me, he will keep my word and my father will love him and we will come to live within him. Jesus, welcome to my soul. I know I'm not perfect. I know I'm a sinner and I don't want to be presumptuous, but I do love you and I do want to love you and I do want to welcome you to my soul. And not only that, but I'd like somehow to radiate you out through my poverty, through my, through my person, flawed and all as I am. God is at home with us and in us. How extraordinary that is. And you and I are at home with God and in God. That's what St. Paul says, doesn't he? In him we live and move and have our being. Now sometimes the effectiveness of God reaching out to other people through his own um, is very dramatic. Like sometimes in the lives of extraordinary saints, we see how this dynamic happens, you know, that God who lives in their soul reaches out to other souls. Um, in modern times, we have the great St. Jean-Marie Vianney, patron of priests, who was an absolutely extraordinary uh, person in terms of his, uh, you might say, his effectiveness in reaching souls. In another way, he wasn't extraordinary at all. He was a very simple person with many limitations of all kinds. Um, in the last year of his life, it's estimated that 120,000 people um, made their way to Ar, to his parish, in order to hear him preach or to go to confession to him. And he was a simple man. And often he could reach people quite directly, or the Lord could reach people through him. There's a story told, for example, of one young man from the town of Villefranche who went up to Ar with some of his friends. Now, some of his friends cajoled this young fellow to go along to, uh, to Ar. They were hoping maybe that he would be converted because he had no interest in going to Ar on pilgrimage. His friends were committed to the faith, but he wasn't. Um, so he finally consented to go, but he said, look, I, I'll only go on the condition that I bring my dog and my gun, because after accompanying you guys to see this strange uh, priest of yours, I want to go and do a bit of hunting and maybe I'll catch a wild duck or shoot a wild duck or two for the pot. Uh, and you guys can go to confession if you like, but I won't be going. And, and that was his attitude. And uh, they happened to arrive at the village of Ar, just as uh, the Abbe, the Cure, Jean-Marie Vianney, was leaving the church at noon. And there was a huge crowd besieging him all around, hundreds, thousands of people. And he was making his way through it bit by bit, and people coming at him from all sides. And the young man was there just looking at him with curiosity. Uh, but suddenly the Cure stopped in front of this young man and said uh, to him, he looked at the young man, he looked at his dog, <laughs> and St. Jean-Marie Vianney said to the, the sceptical young man, it's a pity your soul is not so fine as your dog. And then he moved on. And the young man was very embarrassed, of course, but deeply touched in his soul. And uh, he went away and thinked and thought and struggled with himself. And, and finally, he went to confession. Um, 
And at the end of the, the confession, the uh, abbe, the courier of ours, simply said to him, you must become a Trappist monk. And the young man did become a Trappist monk um, and lived in, in the abbey for the remaining 36 years of his life, dying there in 1888. Obviously, that's an extraordinary case. But sometimes maybe our Lord gives us these extraordinary examples of how he reaches others through his people to encourage us to welcome the Lord into our souls. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections and inspirations you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask you for help to put them into effect. My Mother Immaculate, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 16 past the hour and this is Daybreak. It's Monday of the fifth week of Easter. I'm Paul Sadek, and this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. We begin this liturgical day with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and And my my mouth mouth will proclaim proclaim your praise. The Lord is risen. Alleluia. The Lord's is the earth and And all its fullness, the the world and all its its peoples. It is he who set it on the seas, on the waters he made it firm. Who shall climb the mountain of the Lord? Who shall stand in his holy place? The man with clean hands and pure heart, who desires not worthless things, who has not sworn so as to deceive his neighbor. He shall receive blessings from the Lord and reward from the God who saves him. Such are the men who seek him, seek the face of the God of Jacob. O gates, lift high your heads, grow higher ancient doors. Let him enter, the King of glory. Who is the King of glory? The Lord, the mighty, the valiant, the Lord, the valiant in war. O gates, lift high your heads, grow higher ancient doors. Let him enter, the King of glory. Who is he, the King of glory? He, the Lord of armies, he is the King of glory. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The Lord is risen. Alleluia.
Show me your mercy, Lord, and keep me safe. Alleluia. Show Show me your mercy, Lord, and and keep keep me me safe. Alleluia. Lord, do not reprove me in your anger. Punish me not in your rage. Have mercy on me, Lord, I have no strength. Lord, heal me. My body is racked. My soul is racked with pain. But you, O Lord, how long? Return, Lord, rescue my soul. Save me in your merciful love. For in death no one remembers you. From the grave, who can give you praise? I am exhausted with my groaning. Every night I drench my pillow with tears. I bedew my bed with weeping. My eye wastes away with grief. I have grown old surrounded by my foes. Leave me, all of you who do evil, for the Lord has heard my weeping. The Lord has heard my plea. The Lord will accept my prayer. All my foes will retire in confusion, foiled, and suddenly confounded. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was in the beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord God, you love mercy and tenderness. You give life and overcome death. Look upon the many wounds of your church. Restore it to health by your risen Son, so that it may sing a new song in your praise. Show me your mercy, Lord, and keep me safe. Alleluia. The poor are not alone in their distress. God is here to help them. Alleluia. The poor are not alone in their distress. God is here to help them. Alleluia. I will praise you, Lord, with all my heart. I will recount all your wonders. I will rejoice in you and be glad, and sing psalms to your name, O Most High. See how my enemies turn back, how they stumble and perish before you. You upheld the justice of my cause. You sat enthroned, judging with justice. You have checked the nations, destroyed the wicked, and have wiped out their name forever and ever. The foe is destroyed, eternally ruined. You uprooted their cities. Their memory has perished. But the Lord sits enthroned forever. He has set up his throne for judgment. He will judge the world with justice. He will judge the peoples with his truth. For the oppressed, let the Lord be a stronghold, a stronghold in times of distress. Those who know your name will trust you. You will never forsake those who seek you. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. The poor are not alone in their distress. God is here to help them. Alleluia. 
I will be the herald of your praises, Lord, where the people of Zion gather. Alleluia. I will will be be the the herald of your praises, Lord, where the people of Zion gather. Alleluia. Sing psalms to the Lord who dwells in Zion. Proclaim his mighty works among the peoples, for the avenger of blood has remembered them, has not forgotten the cry of the poor. Have pity on me, Lord, see my sufferings. You who save me from the gates of death, that I may recount all your praise at the gates of the city of Zion and rejoice in your saving help. The nations have fallen into the pit which they made, their feet caught in the snare they laid. The Lord has revealed himself and given judgment. The wicked are snared in the work of their own hands. Let the wicked go down among the dead, all the nations forgetful of God. For the needy shall not always be forgotten, nor the hopes of the poor be in vain. Arise, Lord, let men not prevail. Let the nations be judged before you. Lord, strike them with terror. Let the nations know that they are but men. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord God, when you judge, do not be deaf to the shouts of the poor. Bring havoc to the madness of oppressors. Look at our wounds and save us from the gates of death so that we may always rejoice in your help and speak your praise in the gates of Zion. I will will be be the herald of of your praises, Lord, where the people of Zion gather. Alleluia. My heart and my flesh. Alleluia. Rejoice in the living God. Alleluia. A reading from the book of Revelation. The heavens were opened, and as I, John, looked on, a white horse appeared. Its rider was called the Faithful and True. Justice is his standard in passing judgment and in waging war. His eyes blazed like fire, and on his head were many diadems. Inscribed on his person was a name known to no one but himself. He wore a cloak that had been dipped in blood, and his name was the Word of God. The armies of heaven were behind him riding white horses and dressed in fine linen, pure and white. Out of his mouth came a sharp sword for striking down the nations. He will shepherd them with an iron rod. It is he who will tread out in the winepress the blazing wrath of God the Almighty. A name was written on the part of the cloak that covered his thigh. King of kings and Lord of lords. Next, I saw an angel standing on the sun. 
he cried out in a loud voice to all the birds flying in mid-heaven, Come, gather together for the great feast God has prepared for you. You are to eat the flesh of kings, of commanders and warriors, of horses and their riders, the flesh of all men, the free and the slave, the small and the great. Then I saw the beast and the kings of the earth and the armies they had mustered to do battle with the one riding on the horse and with his army. The beast was captured, along with the false prophet who performed in its presence the prodigies that led men astray, making them accept the mark of the beast and worship its image. Both were hurled down, alive, into the fiery pool of burning sulfur. The rest were slain by the sword which came out of the mouth of the one who rode the horse, and all the birds gorged themselves on the flesh of the slain. The Word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, be to God. God. He wore a cloak soaked in blood, and his name was the Word of God. In the winepress, he will tread out the burning anger of the Almighty God. Alleluia! On his cloak and on his thigh was written, King of kings and Lord of lords. In the winepress, he will tread out the burning anger of the Almighty God. Alleluia. A second reading from a sermon by St. Gregory of Nyssa, Bishop. The reign of life has begun. The tyranny of death is ended. A new birth has taken place. A new life has come. A new order of existence has appeared. Our very nature has been transformed. This birth is not brought about by human generation, by the will of man, or by the desire of the flesh, but by God. If you wonder how, I will explain in clear language. Faith is the womb that conceives this new life. Baptism, the rebirth by which it is brought forth into the light of day. The church is its nurse. Her teachings are its milk. The bread from heaven is its food. It is brought to maturity by the practice of virtue. It is wedded to wisdom. It gives birth to hope. Its home is the kingdom. Its rich inheritance, the joys of paradise. Its end, not death, but the blessed and everlasting life prepared for those who are worthy. This is the day the Lord has made, a day far different from those made when the world was first created and which are measured by the passage of time. This is the beginning of a new creation. On this day, as the prophet says, God makes a new heaven and a new earth. What is this new heaven, you may ask? It is the firmament of our faith in Christ. 
What is this new earth? A good heart. A heart like the earth which drinks up the rain that falls on it and yields a rich harvest. In this new creation, purity of life is the sun. The virtues are the stars. Transparent goodness is the air. And the depths of the riches of wisdom and knowledge, the sea. Sound doctrine, the divine teachings, are the grass and plants that feed God's flock, the people whom he shepherds. The keeping of the commandments is the fruit born by the trees. On this day is created the true man, the man made in the image and likeness of God. For this day the Lord has made is the beginning of this new world. Of this day, the prophet says that it's not like other days, nor is this night like other nights. But still we've not spoken of the greatest gift it has brought us. This day destroyed the pangs of death and brought to birth the firstborn of the dead. I ascend to my Father and to your Father, to my God and to your God. Oh, what wonderful good news. He who for our sake became like us in order to make us his brothers now presents to his true father his own humanity in order to draw all his kindred up after him. Death came through a man, and through a man the resurrection of the dead has also come. Just Just as in Adam all men die, so in Christ all men will be brought to life. Alleluia. We await the fulfillment of his promise, a new heaven and a new earth. Just as in Adam all men die, so in Christ all men will be brought to life. Alleluia. Let us pray. Father, Help us to seek the values that will bring us eternal joy in this changing world. In our desire for what you promise, make us one in mind and heart. Grant this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. Amen. 22 minutes before the hour, today's gospel is coming up in just a few minutes, as well as in conversation with God in morning prayer. Straight ahead on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Monday of the fifth week of Easter, May 8, 2023. I'm Paul Sadek in today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible. The Lord foretells the coming of the Holy Spirit from the 14th chapter of the Gospel of John. He who has my commandments and keeps them, he it is who loves me. And he who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I will love him and manifest myself to him. Judas, not Iscariot, said to him, Lord, how is it that you will manifest yourself to us and not to the world? If a man loves me, he will keep my word, and my Father will love him and we will come to him and make our home with him. He who does not love me 
does not keep my words, and the word which you hear is not mine, but the Father's who sent me. These things I have spoken to you while I am still with you, but the Counselor, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. We're getting a little bit closer to Pentecost, and it's time to start meditating just a bit on the Holy Spirit. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 2, Lent and Eastertide. Although the indwelling of the most blessed Trinity in our soul pertains to the three persons, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, it is attributed in a particular way to the third person. And during this period, as Pentecost Sunday draws closer, the liturgy invites us to give more attention to our friendship with the Holy Spirit. The Counselor, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you, our Lord tells us in today's Gospel. This he promised on a number of occasions, as though he wished to point out to us the enormous importance it would have for the entire church for the world, and for each person who would follow him. It is not a passing gift limited to the moment we've received the sacraments or to some other particular time. Rather, it is a stable, permanent gift. The Holy Spirit dwells in the hearts of the faithful as in a temple. He is the sweet guest of the soul. And the more the Christian grows in good deeds, the more he purifies himself, the happier the Holy Spirit is to dwell in him and to give him new graces for his holiness and for his apostolate. The Holy Spirit is present in the soul of the Christian in grace so as to make him more and more like Christ, to urge him to fulfill the will of God and to help him in that task. The Holy Spirit comes as a remedy to our weaknesses and intercedes before the Father on our behalf with groans beyond all utterance. Now he fulfills his mission of guiding, protecting, and giving new life to the church because, as Pope Paul VI says, Christ promised two different elements for the continuation of his work on earth and brought them into being, the apostolate and the spirit. The apostolate takes an external and objective form. It constitutes, so to speak, the material body of the church. It gives it its visible and social structure whereas the Holy Spirit, the second element, is active internally within each person and also in the community as a whole, raising up, giving new life, sanctifying. Let us ask Our Lady to help us appreciate this most blessed reality, because our life will then be very different. Why should we feel alone when the Holy Spirit is with us? Why should we ever feel anxious or insecure even for a single day of our lives when the paraclete is so attentive to us and to everything we do? Why go chasing madly after an apparent happiness when there is no greater happiness than friendship with this sweet guest who dwells within us? How different our conversation or behavior would be on occasion if we were only conscious of the fact that we are temples of God temples of the Holy Spirit, 
As we finish our prayer, let us turn to Mary, our mother. Hail Mary, temple and tabernacle of the most blessed Trinity. Help us. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. It's 14 before the hour. We join the whole church in prayer now as we're led by our friends at divineoffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. who love your name will rejoice in you. Alleluia. All those who love your name will rejoice in you. Alleluia. To my words, give ear, O Lord. Give heed to my groaning. Attend to the sound of my cries, my King and my God. It is you whom I invoke, O Lord. In the morning you hear me, In the morning I offer you my prayer, watching and waiting. You are no God who loves evil. No sinner is your guest. The boastful shall not stand their ground before your face. You hate all who do evil. You destroy all who lie. The deceitful and bloodthirsty man the Lord detests. But I, through the greatness of your love, have access to your house. I bow down before your holy temple, filled with awe. Lead me, Lord, in your justice. Because of those who lie in wake, make clear your way before me. No truth can be found in their mouths. Their heart is all mischief, their throat a wide open grave, all honey their speech. All those you protect shall be glad and wring out their joy. You shelter them 
In you they rejoice, those who love your name. It is you who bless the just man, Lord. You surround him with favor, as with a shield. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it, as it was, was in the beginning, beginning is now, now and, and will, will be, be forever. forever. Amen. All those who love your name will, will rejoice in you. Alleluia. Yours is the kingdom, Lord, and yours the primacy over all the rulers of the earth. Alleluia. Yours is the kingdom, Lord, and yours the primacy over all the rulers of the earth. Alleluia. Blessed may you be, O Lord, God of Israel our Father, from eternity to eternity. Yours, O Lord, are grandeur and power, majesty, splendor, and glory. For all in heaven and on earth is yours. Yours, O Lord, is the sovereignty. You are exalted as head over all. Riches and honor are from you, and you have dominion over all. In your hands are power and might. It is yours to give grandeur and strength to all. Therefore, our God, we give you thanks, and we praise the majesty of your name. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it, it was, was in the, the beginning, beginning, is now, and, and will, will be, be forever. forever. Amen. Yours is the kingdom, Lord, and yours the primacy over all the rulers of the earth. Alleluia. The Lord is enthroned as King forever. Alleluia. The Lord is enthroned as King forever. Alleluia. O give the Lord, you sons of God, give the Lord glory and power. Give the Lord the glory of his name. Adore the Lord in his holy court. The Lord's voice resounding on the waters. The Lord on the immensity of waters. The voice of the Lord, full of power. The voice of the Lord, full of splendor. The Lord's voice shattering the cedars. The Lord shatters the cedars of Lebanon. He makes Lebanon leap like a calf, and Syrian like a young wild ox. The Lord's voice flashes flames of fire. The Lord's voice shaking the wilderness. The Lord shakes the wilderness of Kadesh. The Lord's voice rending the oak tree and stripping the forest bare. The God of glory thunders. In his temple they all cry, Glory! The Lord sat enthroned over the flood. The Lord sits as king forever. The Lord will give strength to his people. The Lord will bless his people with peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it, As it was, was in the beginning, beginning is, is now, now and, and will be forever. forever. Amen. The Lord is enthroned as King forever. Alleluia. A reading from the letter to the Romans. The word is near you, on your lips and in your heart. That is, the word of faith which we preach. For if you confess with your lips that Jesus is Lord, 
and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Faith in the heart leads to justification, confession on the lips to salvation. The Lord is risen from the tomb. Alleluia, alleluia. The The Lord Lord is is risen risen from from the the tomb. Alleluia, alleluia. He hung upon the cross for us. Alleluia, alleluia. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. The Lord is risen from the tomb. Alleluia, alleluia. Whoever loves me will be loved by my Father, and I will love him and show myself to him. Alleluia. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our lives. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Whoever loves me will be loved by my Father, and I will love him and show myself to him. Alleluia. The Father glorified Jesus and appointed him heir to all nations. Let us pray to him, saying, Save us, Lord, through your victory. Lord Christ, by your victory you broke the power of evil and destroyed sin and death. Make us victorious over sin today. Save Save us, Lord, through your victory. You laid death low and brought us new life. Grant that we may walk today in this new life. Save Save us, Lord, through your victory. You gave life to the dead and led mankind from death to life. Give eternal life to all those we shall meet today. Save us, Lord, through your victory. You brought confusion on the guards at your tomb, but joy to your disciples. Grant the fullness of joy to all who serve you. Save Save us, us, Lord, through your victory. Gathering our prayers and praises into one, let us offer the prayer Christ himself taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. 
Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. May your right hand, O Lord, we pray, encompass your family with perpetual help, so that, defended from all wickedness by the resurrection of your only begotten Son, we may make our way by means of your heavenly gifts. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Another new day, another new week. It's up to you to make it holy. John and Glenn are standing by with morning air in just a few minutes as the Rolliford Radio Spring Pledge Drive Give Hope gets underway. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the app. You go out now and make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.